Weekly Lost Podcast, episode number 208. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We also have in the studio with us... Daniel or the Ramen Noodle. All right. So, Daniel, welcome back again to the studio. Thanks. And, of course, we also have a wonderful studio audience out there, a studio internet audience, (laughs) live as we're recording here. And uh, we just sent out the Twitter messages, so people are showing up as we speak. Now... We have just come back from vacation, and I'll tell you what, this is the way to get things back rolling again. This episode, of course, we're talking about the initial reaction to... what's Stephanie, you're looking at me funny already and shaking your head. What do you mean, get things rolling again? Uh, I mean... Getting back from vacation for you and I, getting things rolling again. I was not making an accusation of the show. No, okay. Is that what you think I was doing? I I didn't know what you were doing because last week was a great episode also and we podcasted about it. So what do you mean get the back things? in the studio, getting oh, back into just the that we're like here. Yes. In this room. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Oops, I need spell check. That's funny, Chris. All right. So uh, we are talking about giving our re- initial reaction here to some like it Hoth. Which um, Daniel is a great friend of ours. He is now our consistent uh, Wednesday night <laughs> visitor that stays with us and watches Lost and, and will be giving us a lot of initial reactions as well. And uh, he told it. I said, what do you think Hoth is? And explain to us what Hoth is. Well, any science fiction fan out there instantly knows Hoth is from Star Wars. It's the island, not island, (laughs) wrong thing. It's the planet that they go to in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back to escape from the Empire. And they build their new home base there, and it's the home base for the Rebel Alliance, and it's a snow planet, and it's Hoth. And I thought when I first saw Some Like It Hoth, I thought, oh, that's a funny play on the words Some Like It Hot. But I thought, well, why say Hoth? Because most people will associate that with Star Wars. Wars. Right. Well, and now we know. And it it was, I thought it was hilarious to see Hurley talking about Star Wars so seriously. Right. Using it as an analogy. Yeah. Like it was a, a... actual historical example exactly and i love that he was rewriting the script for empire straits you know what that makes me wonder what is what would the script for the second movie have been like if hurley didn't go back and rewrite it that's right i wonder if luke would have really been darth vader's son (laughs) (laughs) too funny and and to think the whole thing with uh yeah yeah it's pretty exciting Anyway, this was an excellent episode. I, I, I think, of course, we didn't talk about... Well, we gave an, an initial reaction. We haven't done our full weekend review. We'll kind of include a lot of the things that the folks in the forum, uh, the community in the, in the forum and the voicemails that have come in from last week's episode. We'll do those along with this week's episode this Friday evening during right. our weekend review. 
But anyway, this one just had some awesomeness to it that that just brought some unique characteristics to, to Lost. Um, and one of the things that I'm thinking of off the top of my head is the fact that this is was this was a Miles centric episode. So this is here we have you know before it was you know just the the you know the Losties flashbacks right. And then occasionally we we got introduced to the others, and then we started to get a little bit of the others flashbacks. We got we saw a little bit of a Ben flashback. We saw a little bit of a Juliet flashback, mm-hmm. and now we get Miles. And this, first of all, before we go into it, we'll we'll go into it. But I, I loved the flashbacks. By the way, what did you guys think about the flashbacks of the backstory of Miles? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Now, I honestly, I have to wonder: did that backstory for the character Miles? always exist or is that something they've come up with later in the season in the series Hmm. that is a good question i would have to say that that one came up you mean like when they were writing the story in season one did they have this in mind well when we first met miles in what was it season three um was that season three season i I can't remember i don't remember either but i'm wondering if when we met him the first time end of season three would it did the writers have in mind that he could talk with dead people from when we first met him? Yeah. The the very first episode we saw him, that was evident. Yep. Okay. That he could talk with dead people. So yeah, I think, I think that part of his story is now whether or not they knew the implications of, of how they were going to tell that backstory. Mm. I don't, I don't know. Okay. But this was, this was interesting. I, I, the, the part where he's a little kid and, and walks into that, uh, apartment. That was a little creepy. That was a little creepy. It was was a little creepy, but, uh, it it was kind of neat. I I really like his backstory, but my question before we go on and talk about the different things and various things, who else would we like to see flashbacks of? I mean, now that they're officially back into flashbacks, having character centric episodes, now, out of all the people, who do you want to see some flashbacks of? Hmm. Anybody? Widmore. Widmore. Oh, yes. And Eloise. Yeah. Widmore and Eloise would be two great, wonderful flashbacks. Uh, is there anybody else? Is it like, what, what, about, um, what about that goofy guy uh, that they have captive now? <laughs> the one where Sawyer punches no. him out. Is his name Phil? Phil. No. What about Phil? A flat- <laughs> Phil, no. A Phil-centric episode. That's definitely not going to happen. No. All right. All right. Ew. All right. Uh, doc, I think a Dr. Marvin Candle-centric episode would be interesting. You think? I think so. Okay. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that, that, that just came across my mind as I was thinking about that. So, Miles-centric. So, tell me what really happened. Uh, it, it basically just continued to give bring bring forth really two great sci-fi elements the whole i can talk to dead people right and then there was he doesn't talk to dead people well okay hurley does hurley does <laughs> which i love this you're you're just jealous because my power is better than yours <laughs> <laughs> i love hurley and i liked seeing um the interaction that's going on between between hurley and miles in the last several episodes. I mean, yeah. not just in... Some of the not, best quotes, yeah, I think. absolutely. Funniest quotes and Some most of the best stuff thought-provoking is coming, quotes. You're right. From from their interaction. Um, I was going to say something else. I forgot. Oh, the mayonnaise thing was hilarious. The mayonnaise? I yeah. better check. <laughs> I better check that mayonnaise. All right. So, let's see here. 
Maybe oh the whole maybe we can keep the global warming thing, dude. Let's carpool. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Maybe we can stop it. I like that. Um, and let's see here. What what is well? Here we go. Oh, that was right. Well, here we go. That was the line that Kate or that Juliet says to Kate. Right when, when Roger figures out that Ben is missing. Yeah. So they go. they're like, okay, when's the yeah. when's the stuff gonna hit the fan? Well, here, we, here go. we go. I like that. It's like the story's going to pick up some steam now. That's right. There's no longer skating by for three years and just fitting in. Something's up. And I think Jack is an idiot. Jack is an idiot. Haven't we always thought that, though? He is so stupid. If I were Jack in this in this scenario, I would not admit to being Kate's friend. And I would not. Honey, I don't think you'd ever admit to being Kate's friend. I admitted that I I kind of liked Kate in an episode or two back. You don't remember that? I do remember that. So I still don't think you'd admit to being her friend. Well, here's the thing: I would not do. I would not have admitted that I was Kate's friend. He should have. He should have said, "Wow." He should have acted suspicious of Kate, and he should have said, "You know what? the The only person I would trust with something like this. The only person who's going to handle this." In the right way, you need to talk to Lafleur. But that's what Jack did. What? Jack went to James. I'm saying to keep I, their cover from being blown, Jack should have told. I get what you're saying. Okay. I like what Jeremy in the chat room recommended is that he should have. Jack should have said to him, "Dude, maybe she's got a thing for you." There you go. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good cover up. But oh, she's my friend. She would never do anything to hurt you. Or hurt your son. You know, it's like we're together. We sh- showed up on the island the same day. I'm totally in on everything. Come, Jack, what a moron. Okay. I'm sorry. That, that I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Kate blew it with Roger, obviously. Obviously. No, there's no longer any chance of them hooking up and her nope. getting to st- the option I'm to stay I'm pretty sure behind. there never was any chance. Yeah, well, I was holding out. I know. You know, it'd be cool if, like, here all of season. Well, of course, I I like Kate now, but going back to if I didn't like Kate, it would be cool if season <laughs> six they all went back, but they had the option to stay if they wanted, and Kate and, stayed back. Right, behind we with got Roger. it. Yeah, right. Hey, they could make up and then be even stronger after they make up. That's, that is true. The, we could hold out for that, couldn't we? I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> no. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I loved the confirmation. And the the whole storyline, uh, uh, well, first of all, the confirmation that Miles is indeed Pierre Chang's son. Right. We Ever since we saw the baby in the crib, we knew, we felt confident in the fact that that was Miles, mm-hmm. that Miles was his son. And as crazy as it seems, it, it just made perfect sense. And I love how they wrote this storyline of him having an issue with his dad and Hurley in the back seat trying to hook him up. That was hilarious. Was that great? It was. Dude, he was so Dude. he was into that beer, man. You know, he's he's open, totally open to having a beer. Smiles. It, yeah. That was great stuff. And then of course, I really loved that that you know, right around the end of the episode where Miles looks into to the window and sees uh his dad holding him. Which was the cutest baby, by the way. Yeah, it was. Adorable baby. Playing baby Miles. Reading the story, Mm -hmm. giving him a kiss on the cheek, showing affection. So what happened that made him 
obviously there's there's an incident. That's there's gonna something happen. that's going to happen that's going to make him. Unless his mom was lying, but um, because she said, you know, he kicked us out. He he didn't want anything to do with us anymore. Yeah. So, is the incident what is the incident what's going to happen to get him to that point? I don't know. My here's my guess is that um, my my guess if I can just throw out a, a theory of what I think is going to happen is first of all there's going to be an incident uh and and I, <laughs> I I'm standing my ground on that one <laughs> and and Marvin Candle's going to lose an arm and an eye okay okay so i i think i'm pretty safe on that but what's going to happen after that is things are going to get really crazy on the island between the hostiles and 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 the dharma folk and people are going to have to leave and not everybody's going to be able to leave before this thing just boils down to the the absolute worst. And Pierre Chang is actually going to send his mom and his, his wife. His, or, I'm sorry. Well, Miles' mom. But yes, Pierre's going to send his wife and his young child away on the sub to save their lives. And he's going to stay behind uh, because he wanted he wanted to make sure that other children and women could leave as well. So he actually did a really heroic thing. And the reason why mom doesn't tell uh, Miles about why, you know, the whole story is because she can't tell him about the island. She because he can't go. He can't go looking for the island, knowing his gifts and his ability, his power. Um, she, she would be afraid that he would go and, and seek out the island. Okay. What's up with the creepy dudes in the van? Um, that's the same guy that we saw. With Arena last week, uh-huh. headed off for the statue. That's the guy who got killed, right? No, no. Caesar got killed. Okay, Caesar got killed. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Right. I think yeah. so. Okay. Shot by um, uh, Ben. Yeah. Right. And um, let's see here. But remember, because yeah. I was telling you that yeah. that he played a lovable character so, on October Road. He says, so and, you're you're totally on the wrong team, yeah. and that's where we got we said there's definitely two teams here. You've got Team Widmore, and then uh, Daniel uh, is nicknaming the other team Team SOS. Yeah, which stands for Shadow of the Statue. That's right. So obviously, so we know that those like Irina and right. this guy, whoever he is. Um and as well, Caesar were on that plane for a purpose. They knew right. that plane was going to land on the island. So, um, there was also the the talk of um when Naomi came and got Miles and was all talking, or he was whatever he does, reading the dead person's mind or whatever he was does communicating. Um, with all of the paperwork and, uh, about the empty graves and the old airliner. Yes. So confirming that that was Woodmore behind that. Yes. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. We did get the confirmation there, and and some more tie into the backstory, and and I I liked all that d- detail. His his interview, if you will. Um, let's see here. What what is what do you guys think? What is in the shadow? What does lie in the shadow of the statue? Pierre Chang. You think? (laughs) I don't know. That's what I kept thinking when I was watching it. Now, please help me here because I can't remember what it was. But a couple episodes, or not a couple (laughs) episodes, last season, the guys came and says, you know, something, something, something. He's like, listen, what I need is 
something point something million dollars. What was that all about? Uh, do, do, what what was that conversation? And uh, I'll tell you what. I'm going to throw in the uh, phone number to the studio here. Any anybody wants to call in? Uh, I'd love to. Re- so I think it w- wasn't it uh, Miles talking to Ben. Is that what it was? And somebody says I I'm maybe. Here. And I need three. Was it three point two? But anyway, we had one point six million. We had three point one million. We had three point two or three point two million. Uh, and uh, let's see here. They're saying yes. Uh, one point six. Uh, yes, it was. It was Miles talking to Ben. And what did what did Ben? What was that conversation? Is what I'm saying. So if somebody wants know. to, if somebody wants to call that in. And remind us of that conversation. Here's the phone number once again. But anyway, the other oh, he um, Chef what? Mark says the um, the knife in the mouth and the grenade. Yeah. When which would have been when John had was it not when John had Ben in the basement of his house? John had Ben. Yes. Right. Yes. But but or no, uh, Miles was tied up. Who was tied up? Miles was tied up Miles in a shack. Miles was tied up in a shack with a grenade in his mouth. R- yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I okay. want to know what was that conversation. Here. Somebody's going to Somebody talk. knows. Here we go. Know. All right. Who do we have on the line? Hey, this is Benny from Columbus. Benny, can you tell us what this conversation was back in, a, you know, was it last season? Yeah. If you recall, it was something to do with um, Kate went down to visit Miles in the shack. She duped. Hurley into taking his meal down to Miles. Yes. When she when she got down there, Miles told her, "I want to see someone." She says, "Who is it?" And he says, "Who do you think?" So a couple of commercial breaks later, she's breaking um, Ben into Locke's house because Locke had Ben held in um, you know some sort of a room downstairs in like a little jail cell downstairs in Ben's own house. Yes. So when they go down there, um, Miles basically tells Ben, look, I'll lie about you being alive for $3.2 million. Ah, okay. So he was basically doubling the offer that Widmore was giving him, just like he did to the guys in the van tonight. Gotcha. Okay. So that makes sense. So, so we were always because the big thing is why the point two million. Yeah, and the, and so the thing is, is he just wants to he wants to get he double wants the to money. Double. He wants to double yeah. his money. Yeah. Now we know. Very cool. Hey, hey, Benny, what what else did you like about this epi- episode? Since you're on the line with us, I gotta tell you, I was just talking to a friend of mine earlier today that um, I'm a big lost you know devotee. I, I love the show. I, I've you know been following it all along. Love your podcast, but I gotta tell you. This season is stretching me a little bit, and I'm, I was starting to waver a little bit. But tonight's episode really kind of got me back on the uh, back on the bandwagon. Good. I I just thought it was just tremendous. There was I love the humor. I, I'm tell you, I really love Miles' character, and I love Hurley. So having the two of those guys with so much interaction was just. I mean, it was just sheer delight for the whole evening. It was just a great episode. Really loved it. And then to see Faraday at the very end, holy cow. That was awesome. Okay. I want next week. I want it right now. 
Right. We have to wait two. We have to wait two weeks before the the story continues. So is next week a clip show? What, yeah. Yeah. Next week is a is a clip show, but they they're kind of trying to sell it as please come and watch the clip show because we're going to tell the clips in a different perspective. So. Well, you know, and I guess you can do that because if you see the season four Blu-ray and you see all of the flashbacks and flash forwards in sequence, it does kind of tell the story differently. Yeah. So. I, I guess if that's what they're going to do, you know, okay, fine, I'll watch it, of course. But, you know, two weeks for, for more new content, oh, good grief. Yeah, it, it, you know what? I feel kind of gypped, if you don't, if you don't mind me saying that, and, and not just you, but everybody. Uh, yeah. because, because we've been kept, we've kept, we were promised, in my mind, we were promised uh, no more breaks, no more repeats, no more you know what? W- s- um, straight 17 or 16 ep- episodes. You know what, though? It's it's funny. Yeah, exactly. That same comment came up on, um, I don't know, the ODI or or Dark UFO was being interviewed by someone on another podcast and, you know, said the same thing that, you know, we're all feeling a little little misled, but, you know, the fact of the matter is the network kind of lost control over their own schedule, and if that's the case, then, you know, the the guys, the producers on Lost are kind of beholden to... The network schedule. So, Absolutely. So we end up paying the price, but yeah. I'm not upset uh, with the producers or the the creators of Lost or anything like that. But no, I, it's definitely the network. But but these networks, yeah. you know, if you agree to something, and of course, you yeah. know, the the thing is, the the networks have never promised us this. They've never led us to believe that this is what was going to happen. We don't yeah. know what happened, what the conversations were, and 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 what their contracts say. But you know, the yeah. the producers did kind of lead us to believe that they've agreed to this and this is what we expect. And, and I guess it, 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 I think in the future, moving forward, when we hear promises or, or maybe not promises, but, but um, when we hear people commit to something, we probably should, it, I, it's going to make me a little bit more skeptical of whether or not we can believe everything that they say is going to happen is going to happen. Our friend Jeremy in the chat room says, um, it's going to be gone soon enough. Let them stretch it a bit. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Well, Benny, how long have you been listening to the Weekly Lost Podcast? I have been listening to you guys for now probably about a year and a half. Great. That sounds about right. Very cool. Well, we want to say thank you for calling in tonight and really helping me out there. Because it's like we were watching the episode and and the 1.6 came out. And then then they said, and and as soon as that, it's like, okay, the 0.6, point something million. I've we've got to get that into the discussion because I remember that and we and this was the answer to that you question. Know, and it was funny. There was another little bit of information that came out right before he said that number. Um, that you know, my wife and I were watching it off the DVR, so I paused it for a second. All the information that Miles got out of that dead body when he was talking with Naomi uh-huh. was the same stuff about the you know the the bodies and the plane and the fuselage that was buried in the Sunda Trench. I was like, oh, we just got two nice little nuggets of reveal right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Benny, thank you very much. You, feel free to call in anytime. It, you've been a, a great help and contributor to the content here th- this week, and uh, we really appreciate that. Hey, my pleasure. God bless. All right. Thanks a lot. See you. That was cool. I, I, you talk about this. This is why I, one of the things I love about doing live shows is you, you toss something out and and we have the answers. Well, that is that is all I have in my notes. Now, obviously this this episode the the show was an hour long. Stephanie, is there anything else on your mind? Daniel, is there anything else on your guys' mind 
that uh, you want to share anything additional that we haven't covered? Well, I think that it's as as a woman viewer, it's safe to say that that James and Juliet are solid now because once you capture a man and tie him <laughs> up in your house, it, I mean, you're you're pretty tight. Right. Oh, you, when, when, you mean once you their relationship is yeah, yeah their relationship is solid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I loved that scene where that was awesome. The, James James says, "Have you told Horace yet?" No, I because we had worked together. I wanted to give you the that. Nice. Get the rope. That was great. Get a rope. I loved that uh, we're seeing the construction of the hatch, and you know they were typing in or entering the numbers onto the hatch yes. and going through it four eight fifteen sixteen twenty three. What's the last one? It's smudged. And Hurley says. 42. And I think that's a slight nod to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as well. Okay, why is that? Because in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the answer to the question of life, the universe, and everything is 42. Oh, okay. And did did Hurley actually say the answer is 42? No, he didn't say the answer is, but he just said said 42. 42. Gotcha. Very cool. So um, one of the things that I felt when we saw the construction of the hatch and and everything, it's like it seems to me that they're going to be able to change something. Mm-hmm. You know, all this talk about things that can't be changed, can't be changed. And in my own heart, in my own mind, when I think and look at the show, what we're going to see happen in this episode is they're actually going to be able to achieve a change and stop something from happening. Well, are you so sure about that? Because so far they have stuck with the timeline. Even when we thought they would change the timeline and create a paradox, right? What they, what like Jack, for example, by not trying to save Ben, he thought he would change the timeline, but in reality, he created, he caused the timeline to progress like it had in the past. Right. So I think so far, the writers have done an excellent job of everywhere we thought there might exist a paradox, it ends up being that was part of the original timeline. Right. Yeah, I, I, I know. And, and, I, and the fact that they've been so careful to keep everything from being a paradox and changing things in the past, it just makes me think that the, that the you know, pulling the rabbit out of the hat is that, you know, oh, we were wrong. We can change things. I don't know because I mean going back to flashes before your eyes or or, or, no it wasn't even that one the one where Charlie almost dies every like every commercial break and um, you know Desmond sees Charlie get hit with arrow and Desmond changes that now ultimately Charlie's supposed to die that's the that's the thing that can't be changed Charlie's supposed to die. But Desmond saw him die several different ways, and he changed that event. So, so that so the possibility of changing something, and in fact, had he not changed, had Desmond not seen those flashes and seen Charlie die and save him from dying those ways, would he have been able to save, you know, or would he have been able to keep the looking glass or whatever happened there that that episode? Hmm. So something know. happens. The incident. Yes. And they have to push the button every 108 minutes to keep changing. Yes. To keep it. Right? To keep something from to happening. Keep something 
know. Well, I'm so sorry. what I'm still I wonder to put is, it together in my head. do do our friends do something to try to prevent the plane from ever crashing on the island in the first place that actually results in the plane crashing on the island? Hmm. Right. Now I have that a headache. By, <laughs> that by pre- trying to stop the problem, they create the problem. Okay. Which which would be a... I can't think of how they would do that, but I'm wondering if that's what we'll find out happens. Right. I'm looking here. Um, so, you know, some people don't like to know what the names of the episodes are. And I don't know if you guys know this, but... Um, and I won't say the names of the episodes, but... Uh, there are only uh, one, two, three, left. four, five, and uh, four and five are the finale. Right. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Oh, that's horrible. Anyway, that is that is our what? You're just oh, that's horrible. That is horrible. I know, but that is horrible. It just was funny. Ah, oh, goodness. Anyway, that is our review of uh, some like it Hoth. And I'm looking for my music here. Here we go. We didn't even get a chance to use our... Then your theory is wrong. (laughs) Our our new clip. That's because I didn't bring up my bad theory that I had earlier. Yeah, no doubt. We'll definitely... Yeah, I already used that upstairs. Yeah, I know. The thing is, though, is I want to be able to use that, but I... I hate the idea that I would like, you know, somebody would call in and leave a voice. Well, now, I'll make up a bad theory and, and, and then, then you can use it on me. And then I can go, ha! And it's like, it's like wait, I don't want to do that to our callers. But anyway, it wouldn't be me doing it. It would be Hurley, right? That's right. That's right. Anyway, folks, we want to be able to, yeah, bad theory of the day is what, what Chris is saying. We need to create that. Anyway. A whole new segment. A whole new segment. We want to hear from you. We want your voice. If you're on the West Coast and you don't, you're not able to join us. Uh, spoiler free here on uh, Wednesday evenings. We want you to be able to participate. You want to give us your thoughts, your feelings about the episode. The phone number, Stephanie. You'll say it two times just so that they can plug it into their cell phone contact list. It is eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. And one more time, eight five nine seven nine five. 4067. And of course, you can always post your content, uh, comments, night or day. <laughs> Screen captures, Easter eggs, all of that great stuff can be found at gspn.tv slash forum. And uh, there's an entire lost section there. We encourage you to come check it out. Join the community and uh, participate that way. And of course, uh, for those of you who are listening live, if you are not already Head over to gspn.tv slash plus and check out how you can get every single episode we produce here at gspn.tv. And for those of you who are listening to this in the podcast, we want to say thank you very much for being a plus member. You guys are what make the Ravenscraft world go around here, and we appreciate you like nothing else. And we look forward to talking to you guys again in the very near future. I think this weekend at Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, at gspn.tv slash live. And of course, you can follow us throughout the week. You can follow Daniel over at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Spell it all correctly and you've got it. That's correct. Stephanie, you can find at twitter.com slash full time mom. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash gspn. Until next time, everyone, stay Stay lost. lost.